Hi all. So a while ago on YouTube, I stumbled down a wormhole of small kitchen appliance reviews. As I was looking to buy an air fryer and perhaps maybe a pressure cooker, that's when I stumbled across one of the worst YouTube chefs of all time. His name is Jack Scalfani, as I like to call him. Jack Salmonella Scalfani. I watch video after video of him butcher, sometimes quite literally, recipes. Imagine driving slowly past a multi-car pileup on the interstate. That's my face as I watched him teach the internet how to make partially cooked meals of varying types and taking awful and unneeded shortcuts to recipes that are already quick to prepare. The absolute horror of Jack's lazy man chefing air quote techniques to my boyfriend Tom and now since we can't unsee it we are opening your eyes to it as well I'm Michelle and I welcome you to join us for this horrific journey better known as Pink Chicken and the Lazy Man welcome back to Pink Chicken and the Lazy Man Pink Chicken and the Lazy Man. That's right, folks. We're uh, getting back into the habit of doing recorded podcasts now that the Pink Chicken and I are safely ensconced in our Carolinian uh, studio. The new Carolinian studio. Yes, PCTLM Industries, the Southeast Division. Go, Dukalina. Sports ball team. Sports phalanx, yes. <laughs> Do the thing, win the points. I'm Pink Chicken Michelle, in case you forgot. And I'm the Lazy Man Tom. Um, you've probably been joining our live streams, which we appreciate. The um, Boys Club. The Boys Club live streams, which... Woo! Every 2 p.m. on Saturday, we which we usually discuss Jack's live stream as well as when his, there was one. As well as his episodes for the week um on his Jack on the Go and Cooking with Jack channels. Along with all of the hilarity and sanity you've come to know, love, and expect from Pink Chicken and the Lazy Man. As you know, um, if you follow our live streams, you know that Jack has completely stopped his live streams. Wednesday, when he did do Wednesdays, and Saturday. First um, the piggy fell, and then everything fell. We haven't seen Piggy in a number of months. We don't know if he's even still with us. You think he turned him into ribs? Possibly. He may have smoked Whole him. Pork. Yes, he may have smoked him. On Smokeback Mountain. Indeed. But um, he's Gun been... food and family. He's been hiding him with a number of items on his counter. The video that we're going to show you, he's Gord hiding... Ramsey. He's hiding him with a box, but later he hides him with a hat and then what we believe to be an acorn squash. It looks like an acorn squash. They have named Gordon Ramsey. We miss you, Piggy. We we wish we could see you again. We wish we see you, Piggy. We wish we see you. Steam Gloves, however, is, is prominent. We see you Steam Glove now. Exactly. That's our, our little Let's aside. see what else we can get him to take down. But... We see you, Bistro Sign. We see you. <laughs> yeah, it seems like everything that we notice, Jack tries to hide in his kitchen, so if we mention enough things, we might come in one day and the counter may be just bare. It could be. Let's get into the podcast that we're reviewing on this episode, which is Wet Brine versus Dry Brine, Test Part 1. One of the most infamous Jack videos in a very long time. This one was published back early May of 2021. May 7th, 2021. We did cover it in one of our live streams, but we wanted to really take a deep dive and really dissect what the hell went wrong here. There's a lot to dissect. Oh, God, yes. Lots of weird squiggly pieces hanging on. And the same trepidation that you felt in high school biology class when they made you start taking dissection when they're like here have an earthworm cut it into pieces up next will be the frog and if you're in the honors class the fetal piggy that's kind of the same trepidation and fear and revulsion you feel going into a jack brine video and as well you should because this is a whole 
another class. A whole another level of awfulness. Just a, a, another obese man-toddler who just can't wait. Takes every shortcut, cuts every corner to get the meat in his mouth. We open with some of Jack's fake sponsorship. As Pink Chicken said, this video was published on May 7th by the uh, date on his buttermilk that he's going to use here, because in part one he does the wet brine, uh, which is actually a buttermilk brine. This video was produced in May, and this is at the time when Jack was just getting knee-deep to waist-deep into the profile by Sanford Diet. Mommy wife Tammy knocking Jack off of everything so all Jack can think about is food and more to the point, meat. This is Jack being a little crazy, so he's going into these bizarre food experiments like wet versus dry brine. And that's not to say, like, brining chicken or, or dredging chicken in buttermilk is bad, because it works very well when you fry it. It's just Jack's technique here again is just because pink chicken awful. and i do our research awful. we've watched tonight we've watched uh, about five or six of these videos we wanted to see how popular the buttermilk brined roasted chicken was and actually like where did this idea come from and it seems to come from the cookbook that was released i guess it was last year or the year before salt fat acid heat a very popular cookbook lots of people were paying attention to that there's a series on netflix about it as yes. well so that that's kind of the whole idea of the whole buttermilk brined roasted chicken chicken that's kind of took off from there it seems that's the, the the where the latest obsession the latest craze with that came from and of course that boiled down to the new york times and that filtered down through a bunch of other youtube channels so of course it ends up at the gutter with jack so let's get into it we're gonna hit play here in a couple seconds now uh, you haven't heard this in a while folks but synchronize your youtubulators we'll be hitting play in five four three and we are live in the Scalfani kitchen. Uh, it's overexposed. It's way off white balance. Just, there's so much going on in terms of the image. He's wearing the pumpkin shirt. Uh, there's too much crap on his counter. You can see that, you can see the digital artifacting going on on the shirt. He's blathering on in the first couple of minutes here, talking about his Linktree barcode. He's like, oh, if you go down to the link and then through the Linktree and then click on these links, you'll get to my social media links. Just put the social media links. You don't, why, why, why play games. You have no idea how, how uh, internet analytics work. You have no idea how internet marking works. Normally when you do these little cute tricks with your URL shorteners and your, oh, go here to click here to click here, it's you're doing that so you're following the metric. Jack has no idea. Jack looks very pink in this video too, and I'm sure it's probably because he's got a red bowl, he's got a purple bowl, and he's got that orange shirt on, and it's, he probably didn't white balance the camera. Now he's getting into his Sabo stretch that he got, which is basically an arm splint, and it's helping his claw hands right. stop curling at the uh, fist area. And he's like, look, it's working really well. And then he tries to pick up quarts of buttermilk. We timed it, he makes it about two seconds. By the time he gets to the Not, third second, he completely loses yeah. all motor control of the arm. That's uh, Sabo is only one of his fake sponsors. So he has the Linktree, which is just a, a URL shortening service you could get anywhere. He has Profile by Sanford, which he's on about, about his eating regimen and how much weight he's losing. And this is, this is at the very beginning of when he was talking about the Profile by Sanford, he he was always interested in this body scanning they were doing for him, this body fat composition scanning that Profile by Sanford, because Profile by Sanford is done by the Sanford Health Systems, so it's medically supervised weight loss, so they have access to healthcare tools. So they were scanning Jack in the beginning. That seemed to happen less and less as it went on. Jack stopped talking about that in his video, so one wonders if they were just, if they just gave up. They're like, look, this, every time we do this, we get more depressed, so we're gonna stop scanning you. Or if that was just sort of like the gimmick, where they're like, oh, 
oh, you know, look, you're doing this and that. And then as, as you go into it, you begin concentrating more on more what you should be eating, which of course we know Jack never did. He explains that this is a two-part video series. He's doing a wet brine and he's doing a dry brine. And the dry brine, which he he talks about here, is, is a dry uh, buttermilk powder that he plans on covering the bird with. This one is the wet brine. Now on his counter, he has two bowls. One has a chicken in it and one is empty. And he and has bring up to two, room temperature. two quarts of buttermilk and then a variety of spices, which you can't really see until we get in closer when he says, come in close and I'll show you what's going yeah. on. The white balance is so off in this video. His flesh tone is too pink. Um, his shirt's too orange. Everything has kind of a, everything that isn't pink or orange has a blue cast to it. It's just awful. He's babbling on here. Well, am I supposed to use one quart of buttermilk or two quarts? You only have a one quart bowl in front of you, so you're not even going to be able to fit the second quart. Uh, by the way, that red bowl with the little pitcher handle on it, uh, we've seen him use that to eat out of, so. We're up to the title card now. Let's get on the bread bowl. I I didn't even notice, but you're right, that the buttermilk says April 21st for the expiration date on right. it, or the use by date. So this was, he bought it, it was bought in early April, so this video is probably being recorded in eh, second week of April, maybe. Didn't get it out, didn't actually get it on the air until May 7th, so which it, is normally for his production turnaround. This part confuses me, because he's got the two bowls there, he's got one with the chicken in it, and one where he's mixing the brine together. You just do this all in one bowl. Why make mommy wife Tammy wash another bowl? Because you know he ain't gonna do it. Now Jack is adding spices to the buttermilk that he put in the red big bowl. Uh, and I, I, a while ago, I had advanced this theory to pink chicken that the way Jack measures spices is he covers the surface of the container. Whatever bowl or whatever he's mixing in, if it's dry, he's got to make a little mountain. If it's wet, he's got to cover it like a pool cover. He's got He covers the whole top surface of the liquid. The seasonings he's using, it was salt, pepper. I believe that's either, is that oregano? That or could be oregano. A, or Italian seasoning. Then he had some red pepper flakes which we've seen another chef actually do. It might be oregano and, and like it might the, be... Um, the surface of his bowl looks like uh, looks like a highway in autumn. Like <laughs> the seasoning is just covered with leaves. Yeah. Like uh, like, uh, like all the, all the, all the leaves I, are falling admittedly, off the Admittedly, it is a quart of buttermilk. Here's the part where it gets confusing. He, he notes that him and Tammy went to Sam's Club. Of course. And he picked up cilantro lime seasoning, which looks like a McCormick bottle maybe. And everything else that he put in here up until this point, while excessive, made sense. Now he's adding this, which goes with lot of it. nothing. That right. It, the closest you could come to is that some people, when they roast a the chicken, they put a whole lemon in the cavity of the chicken, so it flavors yeah, the chicken I, a little bit, or I don't you know, that get acid the, gets released into the chicken. I but. don't get the lime. And then now he, he adds a red pepper flake. Yeah, he puts... Uh, so red pepper and cilantro and lime? Uh, I, I don't know. And you get mad about the double pipe yes. fork. I hate this... Uh, oh, the ball whisk. The ball whisk. Ball, ball whisk. Ball whisk ball should whisk. be someone's burner ball. account. Why, if, why, why do you say that? Ball whisk. Whisk. <laughs> the whisk. Yeah, and he can't stir it. He gives it to his dead oh, stroke that's, arm. Yeah, that's even worse. Again, he's trying to show off how well he, the Sabo device is working and for him. And it's not. The anti-jack-off risk. It's just not. No. So here we're going to pour the brine into, again, this is an unnecessary step. He could have mixed it all in the same bowl. Just put the chicken in it. Just drop the, 
the chicken in it. But he didn't because idiot didn't realize that, oh, it's a one quart bowl. Here's one quart of buttermilk. If you add the one quart buttermilk to the one quart bowl, you're not going to have any room for anything else. So he couldn't add the chicken into the red bowl. What confuses me here is how does this bowl make it to the fridge? It's filled to the brim. It's, it's filled, filled to with the buttermilk. Brim. And there's, there's buttermilk spilling everywhere. He limps like a motherfucker and he can't use He's his arm. He's wearing his turquoise Roman toga shirt. This is the second day. This is day two. He pulls out he, he pulls out the pack. vat of, of buttermilk and the first thing he pulls out is a giblet bag. He's like, oh, oh, what's this? What's, I didn't realize that oh, that, that's the neck. Oh. So you think, okay, well, he's just setting it on the roasting pan. He's going to get rid of that because A, it's plastic and B, he's just going after the chicken. He's not going to do anything with the giblets. We'll find in a few minutes uh, what happens to the giblet bag and we will speak of that. <laughs> but right now he just lays the chicken down. I was talking with Pink Chicken about this. You know, normally when you're when you see a chef on television, they turn the chicken like they turn the chicken so that you're looking at the side of the chicken. You're not looking at the front of the chicken or the rear of the chicken because both of those are just not appetizing to look at. You want to look at the side of the chicken with the leg and a little bit of the wing and the breast, the hump of the breast showing. Not Jack. Jack makes it look like the chicken has been hit by a car and it's leaking <laughs> it's all of its precious. Kill. Yeah, it's <laughs> leaking all of its precious fluids down the chicken, and then and then the reveal. The reveal to, happens. We, get get the timestamp on this because it it. It's, it's a, a moment in history. Yes. We, we have to warn our viewers. In, in, in good conscience, we cannot let you go into this video alone. Folks, if you have never seen this video before, I caution you. Make sure at the 7 minute and 25 second time index into the video that if you're eating something, please put it down. If you're drinking something, please put it down. Might take a sip of water, clean your mouth out a little bit, spit that out. You, you Make sure you're sitting down. Make sure you're not, you don't have any sharp objects right. or, or large objects that you may want right. to lob at the TV to if you break ever saw it. the Mel Gibson movie Payback, <laughs> where he knows he's gonna get he's gonna ram another car, and he has one of those black plastic mouthpieces that boxers put in, and he like he puts the gloves on and he puts the mouthpiece in and he braces himself with the five point safety harness. These are the levels of precaution you need to be taking before you hit play. If you've paused it as we have told you at the seven minute and twenty five seconds, because when you get to seven minutes and thirty seconds into this video, your life will change. And not in it a will, good way. It will, you will, <laughs> not in a good your way. Your life will now be defined by the time you had before you saw the results of the Jack Wetbrine video and this time after. Because when you hit play, you are treated to a David Cronenbergian... If he, if instead of making the movie The Fly, if he took all of that horror special effects and said, I'm going to make a cooking video with it, that's what you're looking at. If you remember the first time in the transportation chamber opened and Jeff Goldblum's ruined visage climbed out of the chamber with the smoke and the dripping goo. That's what you're looking at. That is what Jack has metamorphosized the chicken into. Jack has turned a normal roasted chicken into a science fiction horror show. Somehow the chicken looks burned in certain areas and raw in other areas and looking just plain... We're pausing it out will just take the chicken in from left to right of the <laughs> Yes. First of all, it's accusingly headless. Jack did no preparation on this. He did not trust the chicken. He did not fold the wings underneath it. He did not do anything with the legs. So the chicken is basically leg down. Uh, the wings look like they're pressed into the roasting chair. And where the chicken's head was is popped up because Jack taking no preparation instead of trusting the chicken. So the chicken has like shrunk in on itself. The, the, the skin of the, the skin on its back is pulled up. So it looks like the chicken is twerking because its legs are oh, down. Oh, the twerk its rump chicken, is yeah. Up. yeah. 
Yes, I named this twerk chicken. And it's also laying in a puddle of, of diarrhea. blackened buttermilk. Yeah. Every recipe we saw of this, anyone who said you're doing this told you immediately, take a tea towel, take paper towel, rinse it off if you have to, but whatever you do. Get rid of the buttermilk, the get excess. Get rid of the excess wet buttermilk. Right. Because it's going to turn into a horror show like Jack's has. And not only that, while we're paused here to take this all in, Jack had put this chicken on one of his baking sheets. One of his silicone baking mats. It's on a, a sheet pan with the silicone baking, baking mat, mat where he's has the cookie cutout things. Yes. Like the My First Cookie. Remember the really horrible meatballs in the gamer food video? Same one. Yeah. And he put it breast side down, which confuses me. Like, wouldn't yeah. you want the breast roasted nice? Um, I mean, I've seen... Well, it's also the thickest part of the bird. Is the, is the That's the thickest part of just uninterrupted meat is the breast of the chicken. Now, if you look at some... In certain areas here, I'm going to point out, near the leg, the wing that's towards that's facing towards you, the, there's pink, like reddish pink areas of this chicken. It's Everybody, not so cooked all the way through. When Jack casually started mentioning about, oh, we're going to throw it in the oven for... I don't even think... Did he give the oven temperature? He, but he said, oh, we're only going to go in for like 50 minutes to an hour. Everybody else who did this gave very specific, precise instructions. In fact, the recipe from Salt, Fat, Acid, Heat specifically tells you what corner of the oven to put the chicken in. Yeah, and you're supposed to put it in at 425 and then... Reduce the heat to 400. And then move it to another corner right. for 30 minutes. All of that is to get an even browning to the skin of the chicken so that you don't get what Jack has here. Although Which, what Jack has here is, a, is it's an abomination. Not, it's not even roasted. One of the wings looks slightly under-roasted, but as the best part of it. There's a, like a, a Gorbachevian, there's a Gorbachevian like birthmark a of roasted dundas. <laughs> Cigarette on the burn. ass of the twerk chicken. <laughs> yeah, cigarette burn. It literally looks like someone lit the chicken on fire and let it burn. This looks like spontaneous combustion has happened to this poor bird. Oh yeah, with all the all the crap underneath it. Yeah, looks this, like diarrhea. And Jack Jack looks at this and is just. In, indefatigable. He's unflappable. He's like, yep, this looks done to me. Yep, this is fine. You have been cooking for 15, 15 years of your life has been, been nothing but look cooking. Look at, when he rotates it around, if you look toward the breast, it's very pink, like where the neck is sticking out where the head's supposed to be. Yes, the head the, of the torch. If you look at the bottom underneath that, where like there's the cavity and then there's the breast area, it's dark pink. And then the other side of the chicken looks sorta kinda roasted. Looks a little bit better than the other side when he rotates it, but not by much. Then we get into by more much. of the Cronenberg horror show of the chicken, because when he turns the pan, and you can see the full transverse angle of the pan from head to foot, you realize he left the goddamn plastic bag of chicken innards that you're only supposed to, like, you're supposed to open that and put it in a little pan and make gravy out of it, or make a stock out of it. You're supposed yep. to make flavor with that. He left the goddamn damn bag of chicken innards on the roasting pan on the silicone hey, baking mat probably, and he baked it. He probably wants to eat them. <laughs> like a shrinky dink. So the plastic shrinky dinked around those chicken innards <laughs> that are probably still cold on the inside because the plastic as an insulator holds the heat in. What, what kills me but is... But he didn't even... Jack is so beside himself by having to stick to this diet plan that we all know he's now off of. He didn't even think to throw away the plastic bag. That's how low effort Jack's videos have become. When he goes back to the kitchen shot when you see him standing in his kitchen like when we're not on the close-up of the chicken there is clearly a meat thermometer sitting on his counter how in the hell did he measure if if he even used it nope. let's just say if he even used it how did he think that this was done using a meat thermometer first of all <laughs> 
Aside from the fact that this is a pre-recorded video program, he records this, he edits it, he puts in graphics, sometimes he puts in weird baby calliope music, sometimes he puts in weird bossa nova music, but Jack goes through a process of post-production to do that, to edit a video like this, you have to pull it up on a screen. And you're telling me that this guy sat there, looking at this screen of this god-awful, half-burnt, half-raw chicken laying on a pan, and not once in the entirety of doing the video did he go, you know what, this looks awful. I could probably do better. Not Jack. Jack is Frank Sinatra, once and done, baby. One take, that's all you get. I got one chicken, you get one take. If I fuck it up, we're doing it live. He's, the Jack yeah. is the Bill O'Reilly of cooking shows. Yes, Why? I agree. Why? You're not, this is not a television program. You're not broadcasting this. You're recording it. If it doesn't look good to you, it's not going to look good to anybody else. Do it over. Maybe he thinks it looks good, though. If that's the case, he's an even bigger deluded man-child than I thought he was. <laughs> and that's saying something, because we're at the bottom of the barrel here. You got to scrape through the wood <laughs> to get a lower opinion. Scrape that bottom of the barrel. Speaking of scraped bottom of the barrel, he keeps turning this chicken like he's going to find the good angle of it like it like the, like it's the camera's fault like oh well you're just not you're just not looking at it right and he's no. patting it with pride no. like look what i made mommy look at the mess i made mommy isn't it beautiful oh god there's <laughs> he, when he flips the chicken to the reverse side there's like a four inch square part oh, oh there's of piggy skin there's piggy he came out we see you piggy we see you oh this is day two he moved that box of whatever oh, was covering where him. the spices came in yeah look at this he's gonna do that stupid spice video it, let's get okay, a time stamp eight, here eight minutes and 45 seconds now jack has, as we all know, what would you say, Pink Chicken, a dozen knife sets at this point? Oh, yeah, for sure. He's got rare Japanese models. He's got the ones you get at Bed Bath & Beyond. Amazon crap. Yeah. Might have a Wusthof Trident hidden in there somewhere. Probably not. He doesn't go that high tech. He's, we know he has Ginsu's. So he's got, uh, he can choose any knife he wants for this. He's got carving knives. He probably has electric carving knives. What with Jack? What is one usable arm? The other arm has obviously failed. What cutting utensil does does Jack choose to use to hack away at his Cronenbird? It's a meat cleaver. The kind of thing that you would use mostly for separating ribs or chopping away or, or hacking away at a big chop or a London broil. If Jack was the type that would sharpen his own instruments that you know he knew it has a razor <laughs> You're asking for it. a lot there. I don't even think this thing was sharpened. The way he starts hacking at the bone to separate the leg from the carcass of the Cronenbird. Hashtag Cronenbird. What when you use a cutting instrument, if you have to use the weight of the blade, not the sharpness of the blade, the knife is not sharp enough. Jack, just like a, just like a hatchet, you know how a, 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 an axe works? It works off the force, it doesn't work off the sharpness of the blade. Jack is hacking, axing through the leg of this chicken. He's got, he's only got the one arm, so he, he can't really, he doesn't really have the strength. He doesn't have right. the upper body strength. Well, yeah, a serrated knife would not work, because with a serrated knife you have to saw, right. which means you have to hold the chicken down, and obviously he can't do that with dead arm crab. I don't think the chicken is all the way through. So I think they're still or cooked all the way through, right? Oh, Lord, no, yeah. Um, so there's little resistance. Oh, the cartilage in the sinew is still rubbery. Yes, and, yeah, yeah. And that's, and that's causing issues too. And probably the knife is not sharp also. The worst part about using the cleaver is it's a big, shiny metal surface. And before he puts it in the chicken, it's clean. But when he cleaves off that leg, you could see on the blade of the cleaver, on all of that shiny metal surface, just the undercooked gunk in yeah. Yeah, the yeah there's sticking, a lot of gunk on it. And it's a big surface area of the cleaver, so you can clearly see 
This is not a done bird. But we all know Jack has a secret escape hatch for underdone chicken. One minute in the microwave, guys. It'll be fine. So after he cleaves off one of the legs, at like time, toward at, the thigh, At time especially. nine minutes and five seconds. If you pause it there, and Jack is in his Mumu Toga shirt dress that he's wearing. <laughs> I swear it's a night shirt or something. That's... Uh, it, it looks like Tammy's. I swear to God. If it, didn't have the, if it didn't have the breast pocket on it, I'd swear to God he's wearing a nightgown. You can see, <laughs> once he once he hacks off the leg of the poor, poor Cronin bird, you can see into the chicken. And it is dark red. Bloody where the, red. Yeah, where the, yeah, where the joint is where he cut off the It's any meat near the bone is raw. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not underdone. It's raw. Putting that silicone mat down probably retarded the cooking process on that bottom half. She the, used it as a verb, folks. That is the proper term. <laughs> the breast was also pink like that when he was spinning it around. All of that is on that bottom part. Oh, because it's breast side down. Right. right. And it's next to the silicone baking. And again, yep. why do you use silicone baking pan? Because it keeps the heat away. It controls the heat. It, it, it keeps things from heating up too much. So everything underneath the chicken, he did it for such a short cooking time. I know he didn't say 425. We'll have to go back and listen through to what he did say. But he definitely did say he did the chicken for 425 no. for 30 minutes and then turn it down to 400. He did not do any of that. It so helps it. It makes it crispy on the outside. It crisps up the, the too skin. Too quick a baking time. This man has how many cast iron pots and pans? We've seen them all in various videos where he's cooked other bullshit stuff. Why doesn't he put it in a, a cast iron pan? Or that's a roasting what, pan. We know he has those too. That's what everybody else has done. Right. Like I, every video that we watched, ex with the exception of one that used the cast iron skillets to cook them in. And, yeah. and they work. They're, they're really great at that. This was the wrong cooking vessel entirely. So he's holding the chicken leg because you know he just can't wait to take a bite of it. After he bites this leg, look inside of the piece that he took. Yes, he, you know, he takes his big ass jack bite and he exposes the, he rips off most of the flesh. So the inner portion of the leg is visible and there is not It is a, pink AF. And remember folks, that's the pink chicken telling you that. So if she says it's pink, she knows pink. Yes. Oh, did you see what happened there, pink chicken? No. Okay. Time index uh, 913. What happens when Jack doesn't like something? He... Looks up at the ceiling. He looks up at the ceiling. Yep. Bank. There we go. He hit a raw part. He said it's interesting. He didn't say it's good or like, mmm, or like mooing oh, like he, he not, usually yeah, he does. Not, we did not get a jock bong. We did not get the jock bong. He says it's interesting because, and then he starts telling whatever his feelings he are about the chicken. He didn't even, as far as Jack bites go, you know, when Jack really wants to eat something, it turns from a jock bong into a guck bong because he, he activates his own gag reflex. He knew not to take that big of a bite of his chicken. He knew it was undercooked. So he takes a moderate size bite for Jack. And even with that, he starts talking about how interesting this chicken tastes. Just pop it in the microwave, Jack. A minute. That a should minute, do perfect. it. Yeah. Cure us all this, pink chicken evils. Again, this is worse than the McCormick bag chicken. It's yeah. way more pink than that chicken was. I mean, yeah. that had just a little pool well, that was... of blood in it. This is like an entire chicken's worth of pink chicken. It's raw chicken. And salmonella. This is just a, a raw chicken. Bones and innards and everything. Yeah. Even the gizzards, because they're burning that plastic piece that's stuck to the end of the damn roasting pan. I don't know that that's ever going to get clean. Like, it's so burnt into it. I don't we'll know. We'll have to pay attention to his videos and see if a silicone baking mat disappears. I know he has more than one of these, so it might be. But he's going on here about, ooh, the flavors. And he's only got like a minute. Uh, he reacts to it at like 9.30. At 10 minutes and 13 seconds, we're out. So it's a very short video, and it doesn't have 
of any of his cute outro cards. This is around the time that he realizes he should be bringing his sauce back. He, he talks about teasing news, but very jump jumps right out of the video. Like he's just like, yep, I'm done with this. Interestingly, if you go through and like watch or look through some of the, the view counts of some of his last videos, this particular video, and I guess the other one too, have the highest view counts that he's had in quite some time. Now you know that Pink Chicken and I watch his view counts and we could tell you, especially in the calendar year 2021, it's just been a slow slide from 6,000 to 5,000 to 4,000. He's hit kind of hit a plateau. He's plateaued between 3,500 and 45. Reliably, he's getting 4,000 views. Wet brine versus dry brine test part one. As of this recording, 19,000 views. Jack, the worst cook on YouTube is back with a bullet, baby. He started off this diet saying, I'm not hungry at all. All the stuff that I'm eating, the oh, shakes yeah. and everything are filling me. In this video, this is happening, this recording is happening sometime in the morning. Yep. He said, After I just- 10. I just had my 10 o'clock shake. I'm hungry. Which which one is it? With a caloric restriction program like Profile by Sanford, they want you to drop the weight almost immediately. So they will do a caloric restriction where you're down to about 800 calories. But the way they make up for that is they give it to you in very small, low calorie shakes, but you get a lot of them. Typically with a Profile by Sanford style plan, you're gonna eat five to six times a day. Now I say eat, what I really mean is you're gonna have three shakes and a little tiny, tiny candy bar type protein bar and then at the end of the day you're gonna have something very small like as little as a cheese stick a mozzarella string cheese cheese stick that's what you're gonna get but at least you're eating all throughout the day but what they tell you is if you're a big guy your your stomach has a lot of space in there if you don't fill it you're gonna be hungry in the first two weeks they're like remember here's your big ass bottle of water drink the whole damn thing 64 ounces of water plus a day because your stomach until it starts shrinking again because you've overstuffed it. There's going to be a lot of space in there and you're going to feel hungry. Jack, because Tammy was probably monitoring him closely the first two weeks of the diet, because this is like two months into it. The first couple of weeks, Tammy was like, here, here's your shake and here's your big bottle of water. Here's your shake, here's your big bottle of water. At a certain point, she started leaving off of drinking the water and Jack, because he never internalized the need to go on the diet in the first place, he started probably just saying, you know what? I'm not going to drink all that water. I feel full. I go to the bathroom a lot. I'm just gonna have the shake. Not realizing that the shake is only about 10 to 12 ounces of fluid. If you don't fill your gut up, that empty gut space, with 30 or 40 ounces of water, you're gonna feel hungry. And the more space in there and the small shake you have for a guy like Jack, it's gonna start, you're gonna get hunger pains. This is the premise of this video. This is what he opened with right. after he talked all the, the fake sponsorships. So this is Jack realizing that the diet is not going to be fun that he's not going to be fed. So this is when the cogs and the wheels in Jack's little brain start turning of, okay, obviously I'm not going to be able to have any kind of bread, starch, or wheat product on this. What am I going to do? I'm hungry. So Jack starts hatching this idea of, hmm, she doesn't seem to mind if I eat meat because meat's just harmless protein. You can have a lot of that. Actually, you can't, especially <laughs> if you're trying to go into some type of keto, especially if you're trying to start some kind of ketogenic process. 
process. So Jack starts hatching all of these ways to maximize his protein intake because he thinks it's the only macronutrient he's gonna be allowed. And he starts on this train that takes us from whole roasted chickens to meat marine tips of beef. When we talked about the, I think it was the explosive pork tenderloin, when Tammy cut a piece of the pork loin. Oh yes. Because they roasted the pork loin or whatever right. it was. Because by that point she started realizing, oh, he's cheating on his diet. He's only He says, oh, I'm only going to have a little bit of meat and he's eating a lot of it. Yeah. So, so probably what so happened So she was, cut him like a sliver yes. off of that. Because they went to the diet. Because again, Tammy has stuck faithfully to the diet and has shown it. She's lost like 40, 40 plus pounds. Yeah, she looks great. Video. Yeah. Right. She's lost the 15 to 20% of her BMI that they tell you you can lose in less than six months on a caloric restriction plan like Profile by Sanford. Jack has had nowhere near that success with the diet. So you can imagine every week or every two weeks they had to go back in the Profile by Sanford office to get their weight monitored and their body scans. You could tell that they were talking with Jack and like, so buddy, what are you doing? And like, keep yourself on the diet. Guys, I've given up sugar. I don't even think about bread and cookies anymore. And I'm filling myself up with meat. And obviously the counselor pulled Tammy aside. Counselor Macy pulled Tammy aside and said, sweetie, you can't let him keep doing that. He First of all, he's using flavors that have sugars and salts in them. That's going to retard his weight loss process. But also, he can't just go hog wild with the meat. The weight's not going to come off. We're caloric restriction here. There is still calories. There's, there's still protein. And if he eats too much meat, then the process of gluconogenesis happens and it turns into sugar. Your body turns the meat into a sugar and it completely shuts down the weight loss process, which of course, Macy probably looked at Jack and Jack was just looking at the ceiling or making small like kitten noises because he doesn't understand and he's all nervous and he's pouting. So she's trying to explain this to Tammy and Tammy's like, okay, I got to take control of this. Jack, you're not hearing what the diet lady's saying. She's not saying you can have all the meat you want. She's not saying you can have two sticks of butter in an Alfredo sauce. You, you can't eat this way. You're not, you're not seeing the whole picture. And what happens when you do that to a man toddler like Jack? We get the wet brine versus dry brine test, I think. Right. <laughs> I think he tries to at. wiggle right. The tighter that mommy wife holds on to his hand, the more he pulls away. He gets away with it to an extent because he's like, well, it's for the show. It's for the show. Right. I'm doing it for the show. I'm not going to eat it. It's for the show. And right. then it goes in the fridge or whatever. And right. then when she comes home from the gym, work, whatever it is that she does. Right. Jack being the toddler that he is, out of sight, out of mind, mommy's away, so that means I don't have to listen. I don't have to listen to mommy's rules when mommy's not in the house. So he eats and then he hides. He hides or the cooks. carcass. Right. This video led into the chicken Alfredo dishes. This video led into making all the smoker meat. This video led into every way that Jack fought against the diet program that he didn't want to be on until finally at last, here we are at the end of summer, Jack and Tammy seem to have stopped going to profile by Sanford. Tammy's lost the weight she wanted to lose. Tammy feels way better about herself. And Jack has sabotaged it constantly with the Jack on the go saying, oh, when we go here, honey, we can go to Outback. Oh, when we go here, honey, we can go to Buffalo Wild Wings. We can go to Arby's. I got to do my Jack on the go. I have two YouTube channels to sustain. I, I really hope that she doesn't fall back because of him and his influence. It's hard. You're the only person doing the diet. If it's two people, you know, it's... If you're not working as a team, yeah. if you're not reinforcing each other, you're enabling bad habits. You're going back into the cycle of it 
addiction and codependent. Food addiction is no different than cocaine or nicotine or any other hard drug out there. It's addiction, it's substance abuse, it's enablement, it's codependence, it's all the tips of the trauma iceberg. I agree with that. And we have psychoanalyzed Jack enough to know how deep that iceberg goes and how horrific it can be. Now, as horrific as a piece of undercooked roasted buttermilk brined chicken. Now he said he wanted to lose 100 pounds. Was it by September or was it by the end of the year? By the end of the year. Okay, well we're not getting to that point. We're, no. we're, we're, we're done. The That's thing, not happening. One of the ways that a person who doesn't want to be on a diet will sabotage themselves is making way too unrealistic an expectation. It's over optimistic and his counselor was probably telling him that. Like any diet counselor will tell you. Jack, buddy, you're gonna drop weight like a fighter because you're a dude and male metabolisms work that way. You're gonna be able to lose 20, 25 pounds, but once that weight's off, it's gonna be a slog. To keep doing this, it's gonna be a 52-week commitment on your part, and you're probably gonna lose one, maybe two pounds a week, but no more than that. Maybe one week or two, you'll, you'll once you get on this and you up your fitness game and your, your insulin resistance starts failing because you've kind of gone into a little bit of ketosis, you'll start losing maybe two, maybe you'll get to the almost two pounds a week. But really, you're in for a slog because you've really altered your metabolism. You've, you've, you've deformed yourself. We're trying to fix that. And Jack, living in man-toddler world, was like, no, you don't understand. I'm the magic special boy. I know I could lose a hundred pounds. He's talking himself out of it. By talking it that high, then what happens? Jack is subconsciously setting himself up for the inevitable fall. Oh, I was supposed to lose 50 pounds by now. I've only lost 30 and I have to lose 50 more pounds in the next six months. That's not gonna happen. Diets are for losers. I should eat what I want. God's gonna take me anyway. Why, and, why, and why interrupt why, his good work? And this is my theory as to why he stopped the live streams too. Like, he's tired of people asking him, how's the weight loss going? How's the diet going? Right. What are you up to? Um, in the beginning, when Jack was very, you know, when Jack was one or two weeks into the diet and he dropped his weight, he did the slim fast thing. You go on liquid you drop weight like a fighter. You're down 18, 20 pounds. Now everybody's telling you how good you look. Now everybody's telling you, hey, it really looks like you lost some weight there, Jack. Of course, we didn't, but because we didn't think he did. You get a lot of that early success. The problem is that's hard to sustain, especially with a guy like Jack who's not putting all the pieces together. We just watched Jack eat two whole chicken sandwiches for the sake of a taste test at a Buffalo Wild Wings, as if anybody out there has a burning desire to know how much of a difference is there between the four chicken sandwich choices at the Buffalo Wild Wings? First of all, you're at a wing joint. Why are you getting sandwiches anyway? Why does bread have to come into the picture? Why are you getting all the sandwiches? And breading. And they were breaded chicken oh, yeah. too. Bread yeah, bread on, bread on bread. Yeah. Which is what's telling us that Jack is no longer even casually associated with the Profile by Sanford diet plan. If he is, he's lying to himself and to us. I mean. And basically, he's pushed through the barriers. The barriers are broken. Mommy wife Tammy, broken. Life counselor Macy, broken. She's probably done with him. Banging her head off the desk. Like, yep. why did I tell him he could make keto Alfredo? Why did I tell him? It's gone up the chain. The Sanford Health System is the biggest med not-for-profit medical system in the Dakotas. They have like 48,000 employees. I'm sure by this point, the videos of Jack, as he throws their profile by Sanford logo everywhere and keeps talking about it incessantly, 
Absolutely. Especially with 19,000 views on his Nightmare Cronin chicken. I'm sure the word has gotten back to the corporate headquarters. Can you imagine the vice president of marketing and public relations for Profile by Sanford sitting in his office and intern Timmy comes in and says, Do you know Jack Scalfani's advertising us? Brad behind the desk. Brad, the vice president, goes, Who the hell's Jack Scalfani? And little Timmy, the intern, goes, He's the worst chef on YouTube. And Brad's like, And? I don't care. He's advertising our product. Well, that's stupid. We'd never give him a sponsorship. Could be dumb enough to wait. And then he starts reading his email. Oh, oh God. I should have been paying attention to the Tennessee branches. Oh God, what is this man doing? What is he eating? Is he, is he using jarred Alfredo sauce in a keto recipe? Oh God. And you just hear the screaming as the camera pulls back from the profile by Sanford corporate tower in South Dakota. Good. Yeah, a man screaming in horror. Yeah. It's pretty, yeah. Just imagine a face. And that was and in an O-shaped rictus of fear and pain. And that was before... That's our review of this video. And that's that was before Brad got to see this video. Yes. He was screaming before that happened. Right. And just imagine when he sees this one. <laughs> His logo, the Profile by Sanford logo, is now indelibly linked because the internet ain't written in pencil, it's written in black Sharpie marker. This Profile by Sanford logo is indelibly attached to twerking Cronenberg chicken. <laughs> <laughs> All brought to you by Jack Salmonella Scalfani, the favorite target of derision by your two favorite podcasters. That would be me, Pink Chicken. And I, Tom the Lazy Man, or as you know us, Pink Chicken and the Lazy Man, with extra pink chicken this week. Indeed. <laughs> lots and lots of it. That's all for us, folks. We will join you for part two of Wet Brine versus Dry Brine. And the second part's even worse. Indeed. 